Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted lightworkers, intuitives, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Take My Call. At any moment before or during the show, you can opt for Take My Call and jump the long line of callers. We are now following the pay-what-you-can business model. You pay what you feel our services are worth to you. You can send a payment using paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o and add the amount that you want. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. Today, we are with the show Conversation with the Sword of Truth, hosted by Siobhan Nicolau, and I'm your producer, Claudia Pareco. Today, we are diving into the fascinating world of house healing and feng shui with Siobhan Nicolau, an energy transformation specialist. Siobhan will talk about another area of expertise in where she can help you reset and transform the energy in your home, businesses, and properties, bringing about reconciliation and lasting peace. We are taking calls to do like mini house readings where she connects with the energy of the house and, can, and she can immediately see or feel what needs to be done for your house to have a, a transformation in the energy and in the feel of your house. Some people look for the event when someone has died in your house and you feel some energy in there, or when you have been trying to sell your house and there's no reason why you wouldn't sell, or maybe the land that you live in. So she connects to your house, to your property, to your job, and she can feel and see all of that information. Remember that you can call the show by doing AO5-830-8344 
You can jump the line by using take my call, but more than ever, she can help you with everything around your house. And to everyone listening today, you can receive a special 15% discount on this um, transformative service with CFN by contacting her, her after the show at her um, website, CFN.com. And that is S as in Sam, I, O, B as in Ryan, H, A, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, I, C as in Carlos, O, L as in Larry, A, O, U, dot com. Get ready for an enlightening and transformative episode today. And welcome, Sylvain, to the show. So, so happy to have you here. It's always great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Very much appreciate it. This is one of my most fun topics. It's one of the favorite things I do in my work. Yeah, I, I can see that, Sivana. I'm thinking of how cool it is to be able to sense or see about your home. Like, we live in these homes, in our homes, for the most part of our lives. And being able to transform the energy of the home, I, I see it could be very beneficial. Well, it is because when you consider that the property is older than the house that sits on it, then there can be lots of things that occur on that property, number one. And then a house is built, and uh, a house is uh, like a body, and the body gets filled up with um, emotions, negative emotions, just by people living in the human experience. And so the words and the thoughts and the feelings of people tend to um, create an aura or the, you know, uh, emotional body of the house. So the house is considered like the solid or the bones of the structure, just like we have a house, right? Our body is the, the house of our spirit and then the soul. And so uh, it's the same kind of principle, so the house is built, and a family does spend a lot of time in their home. They get, um, you know, all their trials in life are talked about within the home. All the feelings about the trials of life within the conversation are brought up and expressed in the home. So uh, houses do go through a lot. And the older the house, uh, the more emotional energy that it will contain. And over time, uh, it really lives within the walls themselves. It, it really does. Just like the physical body, the human body will begin to decay with disease. It's always as a result of emotional energy. And so when we work with a house to bring it, to reset it, the house and the land, in, back into harmony, then it gives people a fresh start. It gives people uh, something that they can live in with greater peace because everything is energy and energy is everything. So when you live in a place, it will react with you quite invisibly on an energetic level. And some people feel things very dramatically or some people experience things very dramatically within their feelings and their physical body as a result of the energy in the house. And they don't often equate it with what it is because people aren't used to seeing energy or working in the realms of energy 
They just think it's life. <laughs> and so when we transform a house from the bones to the aura of the house and the land, then people find a sense of calm. We uh, bring it energetically into harmony. Well, that harmony will be maintained in the house if the people realize that the source of all conflict is really within them and that it requires them to learn how to love themselves and continue to fill that house with the vibration of love and healing. So we teach people also how to work with the house once it's done to maintain that vibration within their home. There are many things that that they never experience again, uh, but then there are things that will come up if they're not in the flow with the new vibration of their new house. And um, Shannon, what are things that contribute to overall well-being and harmony in a home? I'm sorry, what was the question? What are things that contribute to this overall well-being and harmony in a home? Like, what is it that we are doing that can mess up with the harmony and well-being of your home? Okay, so... If we're not learning how to love ourselves, and that means transform emotional energy within the physical body, then we're constantly reactive to everything, and that energy then vibrates within our dwelling, not only in the dwelling of our body, but in the dwelling of our home. And so it requires people, it's a wake-up call for a lot of people. It's not just, oh, somebody comes and takes care of this energy, and then I have to do nothing. It's about how much you can contribute to the maintaining of the vibration in your home, just like within your body. So um, when we look at a structure of a home, there's lots of elements that tend to work against people in bringing harmony into their emotional lives. It's um, the placement, you know, where the bathroom is in the house, where the kitchen is, where the, how the hallway is shaped and how that shapes the rooms and the floor plan. There's all these different contributing factors on a physical level. And every experience I find, every house that I've done is totally unique. <laughs> it's just it's so interesting. It's so much fun. And so when we talk about feng shui, we're talking about bringing the physical part of the body of the house um, into adjustment so energy can flow, so um, areas that are out of balance and um, say, let's just say for the sake of a better word, negative aspects of that area of that gua, as it's called, um, can be, you know, modified. And it doesn't mean that the house has to undergo a structural adjustment. Uh, it goes through an energetic adjustment on a structural level. So there is a difference. So in other words, you don't have to take out that wall. There are ways to have that wall disappear. There are ways to work with things so the flow of the energy works in your benefit. And what that does is it really supports everything else you're doing in your life. It's a relief to people when they finally get their house feeling really good. And if you have a spiritual life at all and you're bringing that into your home, you're doing nothing but supporting what is supporting you in the harmony of your home. And it gets messed up, like I say, by people and them just forgetting about who they are and the emotional energy that is constantly brought up in the way of talking about things rather than transforming things. And so for me, it's, 
inside inside out. We've got to continue to work with ourselves in order to maintain harmony within ourselves and in our world. We've experienced maybe once or twice doing a, just a bang-up job on the house, bringing every aspect of their life into harmony because it does encompass every aspect of your life. And we're talking feng shui. We're talking about a house and, and where, where the areas are missing or have a toilet or have, you know, all these different contributing factors. And so all that has to be you know, brought into, um, into health and into wholeness. And so when we do that and people aren't going with the flow of it, they just say, oh, it's been taken care of. Now I can just go back to my sloppy thinking. I can go back to, you know, I, it, this will support me as I continue with my negative thinking and my negative feelings that I don't want to heal. I just want life to support me as I continue to perpetuate this energy in the world. Um, and, you know, and it, it takes a lot of self-awareness, you know. I mean, not everybody's perfect, right? But it's the way that you hold love in a home that continues to make the home radiate uh, the love that it is because everything here is consciousness. And when you, when you are working with your home as the consciousness it is continually rather than the home that you just see it to be as a solid structure, then you have a different relationship with your home. And that's how love stays alive in your home. So it takes some, some willingness to be able to get to know yourself and everything else on the level of, of love. So uh, people, there's only been a couple of times, like I said, where we see people just, oh, well, my house feels so good now, and they just continue with their behavior. And what happens is it just kind of beats them up. It's like taking uh, three steps forward and three steps back. You know, it's kind of like move forward and not move forward, move forward, not move forward. And what will happen over time is that the house itself will uh, not be supported by the humans that live in it. And so, of course, everything in this dimension works in, as energy in resonance. And so the house will just slowly go back to, um, you know, having this aura of negative emotion fill the house instead of it being filled with love. So, um, but we've seen it a couple of times where people didn't quite get the whole bit about doing their part to maintain a house that they deserve and a life that they, they deserve to live. And, um, uh, we just witness different things within them still continue, and therefore they never felt like they got beyond some of it. But it was only them that was holding back what had been moved into alignment. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? They have yeah. such a negative attitude about something that they can't see the gifts that are being given to them in, in the life as a result of what has happened they, because they just can't see the gift. <laughs> so the house, they're not working with what's being brought into harmony within the house because they don't see it for the gift that it is. <laughs> and Yolanda, just, just to help uh, people understand how is it that you connect to our homes, can you share with everybody, like, if you connect with my house, what type of messages do you get from my house? Well, I kind of, when I tune into a house like I'm tuning into yours, I just kind of go with what spirit shows me right away. And mm-hmm. um, it doesn't show, it's showing me kind of a, a house that has, um, let's see, hold on. The first thing that they direct me to is like down this hallway into the room on the left in the back. Okay. 
all the and way to the back. Huh? Down the hallway, all the way to the back, and then my left? To the left, yeah. So if I were standing at your front door, it would be down the hall and to the left. Okay, so that's my laundry room. Okay, and so it just feels like there is something there that is open, like some energy, uh, um, almost like a, a vortex, like a like a little portal there that's open. Now, mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a bad thing. It just means that there is just something more that I would investigate. And most oftentimes when I'm doing this with people, you know, we're walking through the house and I'm gathering information as a result of that. I don't feel that room is always a laundry room. So maybe the land or it was built as a laundry room because that's how it was, but maybe the land beneath it or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not the first time owner of this house, but I think the the house was built with that, but not the model does not include that room. That room was added uh, when the construction was done by the first person that bought this house. Okay, so it wasn't a long, always a laundry room. It was a laundry room when it was built, but um, and so you have a door that goes out of the laundry yes. room into the garage. Correct, into the backyard, and then the, the garage is detached. Okay, right, okay. So there, it takes me to that right away because in terms of, um, you know, feng shui, there's things we can help you with in that area that would, would uh, seal that off because that happens to be um, your wealth area. And so it just kind of goes in and goes out the door. And so there are things that we can do to help you with that. Um, the hallway appears to be kind of narrow. And um, it doesn't feel like a very large space, but we would encourage the opening of it. There is um, <laughs> great. There's such lively energy because of <laughs> your energy and your sweet dog, which is so aligned. I mean, you you are all your you and your your whole family is aligned with the energy, the joy of that dog. And so, yeah. I would say for you, it would be more of not so much an energetic adjustment, but a structural feng shui adjustment uh, for these uh, for this in your house. Um, that would be one of the things that we see. Um, but but you said something that piqued my interest. So you said that many times you don't need to tear down a a a wall or something. Correct. You can energetically erase things. So how do you do that energetically? How do you think, well, I guess you go into meditation and then somehow expand the cells of the wall so they disappear? Okay, in truth, you can absolutely do that. Not many people want to take the time to go in and never see that wall in their experience. You can absolutely use your mind to make that wall go away. But how many people do you know that can hold that, that are working at that level of, you know, in truth, everything, you know, is energy. So if you're that adept at working with energy in that way, then there is that. But we're also working in this realm of physicality. And so um, if we're still living in the realm of physicality, then we're still um, subjected to the conditions 
of that reality. So in truth, there's no such thing as duality, but it is the experience of us here in form, right? And this is what we are working to overcome within ourselves so we can experience the truth, which is non-duality. So when we talk about disappearing walls, there are ways to do that that use, you know, supplies, but they're not, they're not often things that have to be seen. There are really, this is the kind of the fun thing about feng shui. When you go into a cute little house, like you have a cute little place, um, you, there are ways you can open up that hallway. There are ways you can do all these things that are really um, uh, cures, but also enhancements. So enhancements are what you do later. People think that feng shui is simply a matter of placing something and making it look pretty to bring about that vibration, but it's different with the type of feng shui that um, some of us use. There's a whole lot more to it than that. Um, and so we can disappear that wall through different ways of using different, different things, different supplies, and then energetically move it. That's definitely uh, yes, way to connect. Yes, I it. understand perfectly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So one, one of these days, we're just going to go, you know, I've had it with all this uh, outside-in stuff. <laughs> we're just going to disappear <laughs> that wall, and it's going to be so. And But you're knowing that that's true, and your experience of that truth are two entirely different things. You know, <laughs> I like the experience of these things. <laughs> Yeah, so what are the most common energy issues that people contact you about? Well, we had one wonderful client who every single house, uh, building, outbuilding, everything this person had uh, was thinking of building or anything had, um, a, you know, a bathroom, a toilet in, in the partnership corner. It was either completely missing or there was a toilet in it. And wherever, you know, there is a toilet, there is a whole lot of different energies going on in whatever area of your life that that happens to be in. And if it's part of the overall bagua um, is where you're going to be experienced in trouble because partnership doesn't just relate with your lover. It relates to how you relate to yourself. You know, um, how you relate to yourself overall is the most important thing because how you relate to yourself is how you treat others. And so, uh, you know, problems with business ventures over the years, uh, problems with um, how people are, how, you know, they treat people in business, how they treat people in partnership, um, all these things were just really out of balance. Just a lot of different things showed up in this realm for this person. And so, um, uh, you know, I, as a result of going in and curing the, you know, the whole place, and we're talking about six different properties here. And so about curing all of those, I think we have one project left, in fact. It's a very important one, but it's a small one, where it, too, also had a bathroom in the partnership corner. Uh, but things have shifted dramatically in this person's life, and they're very much wanting it and uh, tend to attract the people that can really help move them forward with it. So it's a real honor to be able to help this person um, who, you know, you can't see what you can't see. And you, when you try so hard and things just keep working against you and then you get something put into harmony and then everything starts working for you in this way, beautiful things can happen. But, again, you have to be wanting that in your life. 
You can't just be hanging on to old behaviors and old thoughts. And it helps you move into a place of letting go and forgiveness and softness and all of that. But again, because your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality, that's where the issue really began. And so for this person particularly, it's, you know, a whole lot of looking inside to see how, how did every single one of everything I've ever bought have this pattern repeating itself? <laughs> it's wild. I mean, it's cool from my perspective because, you know, it's, you know, and uh, it's just like, wow. And once you get the realization, you have these things that you feel the experience and you experience what the changes within yourself and then continue to, to nurture those um, things within yourself to bring yourself fully into like partnership in this case. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And Stephen, we have here Nuri with us and she has a question for you and and she she comes here about her health. One moment. Okay. Nuri? Hello. Hi, what is your name? I'm sorry. Nuri. Hi, mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Claudia sister, and I live in Mexico. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I always have a, a connection with my home that one day I wake up and I have to change everything because I don't feel that I like the way the things are in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I change everything. I change the... Mm, the furniture in in different places, mm-hmm. and suddenly I feel now it is perfect, and I can stay like that one month or something, and suddenly it happened again. And one day I wake up <laughs> and I have to change everything, and that's real funny because um, I I I always experiment that. Well, that feeling, and I say that's weird because it's like I I know that something is is moving inside of me, but I have to move it in my house first, and then I know that something will happen. But it's it's a, a, a weird connection that I I I think it is very magic. But I I, I would like to know every something more about it. Okay, well, you're, you're very intuitive, Nuri, and so you're sensitive. And so when you wake up in the morning and you know something is out of whack, you just don't know what it is. You want something to be changed to make it feel better. Then you go about it in the way that it feels better for you at the time and notice how you continue to ask and you continue to want everything to feel right, that it just shifts it again. So as you change inwardly, it changes outwardly. But when I notice that, when you shift something structurally, say feng shui in this case, um, you're going to feel a lot more calm about everything because it's not just the way things are placed, how they're contained in that place. So you're just feeling the out of balance of things that are structural more than um, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So there is a way that we work with people to help make, help them make uh, their desires conscious, not just uh, I move this flower over here and and then it is. It's more like making it conscious through the different uh, exercises we do together to um, activate it. 
So it's a lot more powerful. Okay. So let me see here. So I see, um, like, I see bougainvillea, like bright flowers outside. Here yeah, in Navarra, where I live, there's a lot of bougainvillea. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm flower, seeing. That's a flower that represents that area in Mexico, the bougainvillea. Okay, well, I see them. I, I love them, and I love the colors that are there, and they're very good. They're very good for... Um, outdoor uh, feng shui and again it's about making it conscious it's about working with the the elements and things to bring about what you really desire so the bougainvillea are beautiful and it seems like it's kind of open air in the back we i have a real um um there is a leaf in the window from my uh, the window in my in my apartment looks for a place it's a, a full of of trees and flowers and everything is i see and a lot of nature from mm-hmm. my window that's really nice that's a very very calming thing it also feels like you're in a space that you want to be in a bigger space You feel like a person who loves that open air end of things. Like when I look inside the apartment, I see um, like a big window in the back of it, like the kitchen is off to the left. Yes, my window is on the left. And and there's a little space that is uh, um, like an inner patio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. It has an archway. Y tiene como un yeah, you like more air, bigger space. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like there are uh, aspects of your apartment, especially where the bedroom is, that, you know, down the hall, it just seems like it, it's got to be opened up. It's, it's, it's not creating, like, you have a lot of energy. You have a big energy, and it's in this place, and... Um, rearranging it feels like you've changed something in the air of the space but I feel that the changes have to be made in that space uh, okay I think you'd, you'd be a lot more calm there and you also I are like affected by your neighbors uh, a little bit I don't like I don't like my neighbors yeah and, and they are very tell that. Yep. And so the energy that you have, see the thoughts about your neighbors because you're so intuitive, that creates um, a vibration within your home and then there's more of that vibration and that you don't like your neighbors. And so the vibration of I don't like 
is in the apartment, you see. So there's a part of you that's wanting things to open up and to be more free and to not not feel that in its space. And so when we work with a house, it's not just like we go to, and we do this remotely too with a whole lot of success. Uh, we spend a while with people on FaceTime and all of that and do all these things together. Sometimes it takes more than a day for sure. Um, but we show you how to hold your space and we work with it for three months after we do the initial adjustment. Okay. So we really help people move it into shape structurally, uh, transform the energy within it, and then give you tips. Sometimes someone like yourself, we would absolutely give you a meditation to use every day and show you how to dissolve the thoughts of the people, of yourself that you have next to you and watch what you holding the thought of love, not so anything happens, but just because you are love, what that will do to your neighbor. Because the neighbors will not know what they're feeling, but they will feel a different vibration. And what they vibe is I don't like. And when you match the vibration in your mind and feelings of I don't like, then you connect with them. When you're vibrating on the I love my space, it feels so open. I love the bougainvillea. I love what I look outside the window. I, I'm so grateful for the space that I have. Then nothing can really touch you in that. You just learn to ignore them without denying the fact that they're there because you're focused on love, and that makes the difference. And it has worked um, in every case where that is, I've been called upon to do that wherever I've lived. You know, and then there's this element of you just have to let go. Whatever that letting go is of that situation has a way of moving you out of it if you need to or staying in it and being able to be that love until it affects whatever is around you. God wants our light everywhere, and sometimes it's easier said than done. <laughs> but, so there's a lot more we work with with people in the way that we do. And, and like I say, everybody's different. If I were working with you, I would definitely encourage you um, from the inside out because you're just that kind of person. That would be lovely. Yeah. So thank you, Nuri. And Siobhan, if someone wants to to sell or move from a place, can venture and energy healing of the house help with that? Because I think our next caller, Mary, has a question about those areas. Yeah, Mary? absolutely. Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I don't know if this is an appropriate time to ask you this, but I live in an apartment. Um, my husband has passed away last month, and I have never liked living here. It's um, it's not yeah. a good place to live, but it's affordable housing, But it, and, and so there's a lot of uh, a crime here. There's a lot of drugs and all that, and I, that's not me, and I want to get out of here. And right now I'm, I've pulling everything out of the closets. I'm going through major transformation and change. Yeah. And I've got, I got a big mess. If you were to look here, you would see that I've got boxes everywhere. Yeah. And I just wondered if you had some words of advice for me. I'm kind of feeling like I don't need to make any quick changes or try to desperately find somewhere to move just yet, but to try to uh, go through things and try to sort and get rid of what I can and, uh, yeah, but I Mary, you're, 
you're doing so great. I am so sorry for your loss, number one. And I feel by listening to you that you're dealing with it exactly as you should. And there's nothing you can do about your conditions, but focus on what you're doing within it. And so just the mere fact, because we, when we were tuning into it earlier before we got on the show, we feel that um, you know, you're trying to create space for yourself and that there wasn't a whole lot of space right now. And it, obviously it's because there's things everywhere because of what has happened. And it is put you in a place of you know, being kind of out of touch with yourself, your feelings. You're having to pull a whole lot together right now. And that's a very... Um, ungrounded place to be it's, it's just you know it's it's not easy to move through grief and so we were just felt like you were kind of out of touch with it but having to be in touch with it which is the case and um we just say keep up the work that you're doing uh with clearing the energy of the things that you're moving out because part of what spirit showed me was that you really want to create space for yourself and and there's nothing yeah. For you in your apartment right now and you're creating that through what you're doing and as you continue to do that it's going to free up energy it's going to help you settle down a little bit more um, we would like to um, with your permission uh, you can reach me after the show but we can get a little bit of um, information from you and we'd like to just give your apartment um, a little bit of a, of a positive energy adjustment for you that might help you right now Oh, thank you. You're welcome because, you know, there's just keep doing what you're doing. It, it would just be too much to try to add more to that right now. But you doing what you're doing is really the what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, okay. Well, that's very, that's very reassuring and comforting. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Sure, anytime. Thank you, Mary. And, Sylvan, um, for example, if I wanted to create... Um, to bring, you know, when, when you are looking for your tribe and you want more friends and you want or a better partnership or something like that, what are things in my house, or not not so for you in anybody's house, that you can go and check or change or add that can help you with friendship or with a partner if you're looking for a a loved one? What are things that you can do to help you in that area? Well, first thing, we we work from the premise from inside out. So what we would encourage people to do is to first feel into themselves and find out what was in them as they, not analyze, but as they um, observe um, relationships in the past, you know, friendships in the past, um, how they talk to themselves, self-talk, how they feel about themselves, those things, just as a way um, to teach them about how they've done things and how they may not want to continue those patterns and then work with us to help you, be, you know, transform those. And when we're talking about a home in that way, if, if partnership and friends seem to be lacking, or not the way you want them, then there is very much something out of balance within that realm. Now, this can also be something within the family area of the Bagua. The Bagua is the eight-sided, um, you know, like a template that goes over every house. And so, you know, there are certain areas for these things. And so um, if it may not just be partnership. It might be relationship with family as well. 
um, friends, things like that. Family and friends are in that kind of its own area. And then partnership would be the reason why maybe your relationships with them, because again, it's all relationships, aren't really where you'd like them to be. And so if we were looking with someone, there would definitely be something out of balance in, in that area. And we would you know, go over and, or look at the, we do a lot of things by floor plans um, to look at how things are perhaps missing or out of whack. Sometimes there are pieces of these areas missing because, um, you know, the designer, when they design a floor plan, um, every aspect of your life is included or not in that floor plan. And sometimes it's just not even there. And, and people say, well, I don't understand why this is happening. We're like, well, there it is. You know, here's the partnership corner completely missing in your house. And they're like, holy cow. And, you know, so there's ways that we can reclaim that space. We can um, absolutely, you know, pop that out. We can um, do an enhancements. And what we do, what we mean by enhancements are things that activate energy within certain areas. So if it were the, the partnership corner, um, you know, depending upon where it is, uh, you can, you, can uh, you know, add plants. Well, not where it is. It's always in the same place. But, I mean, whatever is there. Say if there's um, sliding glass doors that open like an accordion, but they let the energy out instead of into the house, things like that. There are all these different little contributing factors that would uh, be either bringing that energy into your life or letting it out of your life. Or, you know, if it's not there, then it's not there. So you have to reclaim that space. Um, in terms of enhancements, we always recommend um, plants. Uh, plants are really lovely if you can have them in the house. The energy of partnership is pink. Um, you, it's just a little bit of that color. You don't have to have a lot of color. And also things that are in pairs. And so if you have two pillows or you have this and then there's a way that we make it conscious to activate the bringing about of that so it's more than just placement of things and pairs of things and you know plants there's a whole nother level that we do in, in feng shui cures that make it what it is and how powerful it is we make it thousands of times more powerful than the average um, placement of an object so if you have a house and you have an entrance to your house, most house, the entrance would be in the middle. But what happens when you, the entrance to your house is in, so it's in the corner, let's say the right corner, and then you don't have anything in that right corner but just the stairs. Are you missing something if you don't have anything on your right when you enter a, a house or a left? Okay, is it a house or is this an apartment you're talking about? Oh, I'm, I'm just putting an example, but this would be a house. Okay. Yeah, if the door is in the center, that is career, which is a really, you know, people love to have doors in the, in the middle of the house. It's a nice look. Um, but you're not always in control of that, correct? So mm -hmm. where that door would be, if it's on the right, would be the area of helpful people. And so helpful people are not just human, they're um, are also our invisible uh, friends. <laughs> so if, if you're working with a collective of consciousness and things like that, it's, it's bringing that into the house. Now, there are things that we look at, like where does that door, how does that door open? Does it open right into a wall and then into the open space, or does it open into the open space? There, there are many different things you have to look at, not just where the door is. That, that make it what it is or, 
and you know there's always a cure right to help change that and that's what we specialize in and, you know it doesn't matter where things are we can't control everything right we we move into a place and we have this place and this is what we have because for whatever reason and we can bring it into harmony there's just ways to do that Mm-hmm. And are those houses are they are completely in, in alignment with venturi, or there's always something that is missing? <laughs> like there are so many rooms for the venturi to be okay. So I was I'm wondering if there if, are uh, some if, floor plans that are more <laughs> healthy than others. And you know when you consider who's designing these houses. And we talk about that on our YouTube channel, uh, you know, on the Feng Shui um, YouTube segment, which is about these beautiful homes, say, out here in the East Coast where I live. And they have these beautiful staircases and they go straight from the front door up and all these different things. And they may look nice, but they're speaking to a whole nother con- way of thinking. Look at the consciousness that there was that was created, the designs of these homes back in 1860, 1888, you know, I mean, so they're dealing with a whole nother set of consciousness, a whole nother level of consciousness at that time, and these, you know, can create a whole lot more problems. They're beautiful to look at, but there are all kinds of compartments under the stairs, and there are all kinds of, um, there's just a lot of different contributing factors when you move into um, a house that's older. Uh, you know, then you can go out to the West Coast, say, and you have these big sprawling houses, yet they're more of a modern design. So there are other elements you're dealing with, like angles everywhere or points everywhere or just spacious and cold. You know, there's no warmth to the house because it's modern. So this has to be kind of a feeling. You have to know how to warm it up with your um, furniture and things like that. And a lot of it's very pretty, but it's not very warm. Um, and so there are you know, ways to bring that about um, within a house. It's, they're just, every one of them is so different, and we're just dealing with so many different templates of a house. I'd like to think, and I have often thought of that myself, that there are homes somewhere in the world that are being um, built from that you know, level of consciousness where um, you know, I, I just haven't seen any, but I've thought about it. I haven't and heard I, of them. I, I just don't, you know, I just don't look outside for a, a lot of information. Yeah. Have you found any um, specific rituals or practices that help everybody to cleanse or purify the energy of your home? Yes, purify the energy within yourself, within your mind and your feelings and your words because that is what creates it to begin with. If people could see, oh my gosh, if people could actually see the energy of their words, the energy of their thoughts, the energy of their feelings as they were saying them, it, it would bring, drive it home a lot quicker how much they're actually creating what they're experiencing in their own reality. And so the greatest thing you could do is to, on a daily basis, and if you're not into meditation, that's fine, but we recommend that even if you don't meditate, that you are conscious of your thoughts and conscious of your feelings and find ways to learn how to love yourself, um, which we pr- provide. Uh, that is how you can switch everything because love really is enough. 
You know, love really is enough. And we use the consciousness of love in this work to um, connect to the structure of the house itself as consciousness and awaken consciousness within the structure. So it's what much more than just the placement of things um, and, you know, all of this, all this stuff. So that is the greatest thing we can do every day is to just love ourselves more and be that love in the world. And everything is affected by that. And what about what are the those stories those uh, of people that you have healed and in which ways have you helped them with these paintings um, and practices? Well, one of the biggest jobs, and this is another YouTube video we did, was that God called me to do because I don't think about this stuff and I don't look up history. I really don't want to know. I just get put into situations to do this work and then I just know what to do when I get there. It's not something that is cookie cutter everywhere you go. Like I say, every job is unique. And one of the uh, blessings that uh, God gave me to do was to get a job in the area of uh, Beacon Hill on Charles Street where um, I had no clue that the Boston Strangler not only murdered three people, but run right across the street in this apartment. And so I don't think and I don't read and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I prefer it that way. But I started to have all these in, immediate um, feelings and experiences with this energy. And it happens to be in the last chapter of my book, too, The Absence of Evil, Love's Reclamation of the Soul. It's in the last chapter of my book. It's called Redemption. And so it was this 18-month um, experience of dealing with this energy, which was so incredibly aggressive, um, and not allowing it to... Um, wear me down and, you know, being more of the light within that condition in order for it to come to, to uh, become love within itself. And so over this time period, it took a lot of um, focus of love from myself, both at, from at home and at work where I would go. And uh, it just changed over an 18 month period. So that was the longest it ever took me. And, and this is what taught me how to do things more, um, on other levels, rather than having to be in, you know, in a physical place, how do you explain to the people at your work, which didn't had no idea who I really was or what I actually do, um, that hey, guess what, you know, there's something more going on here. You know, I'm literally seeing a woman in the back left side of my mind getting murdered and hearing her scream while I'm trying to work. So, so I'm this multi-dimensional being who's multitasking, you know, all the time and. Uh, then going and feeling into what that is. And anyway, it was this whole process. So it really helped a lot for the building, for the, the blocks. I noticed that this being, this energy wasn't, um, it, it just wasn't anchored to that one location because it would follow me outside. And, um, and you know, and I would communicate with it telepathically and, and I was okay with that. It didn't bother me. I told him I wasn't afraid of it. I didn't even know what it was. And in fact, it didn't even reveal the whole story until the news crew showed up around the time that the shift was complete and they were right in front of the window outside and the woman was there telling the story about how they had proved that the DNA was, was DeSalvo's. <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. I'm looking going, you got to be kidding me. I, and I had no idea until about six months before that, um, that uh, the he killed his last victim right across the street. So there is this, 
dealing with this energy, you just got to know what you're doing and you can't be in resistance to it. And uh, it's, it's a consciousness and it doesn't know that it's love. And when we are born into this reality of duality, we buy into the duality aspect and we have to remember that we're love and that there's only love and that which doesn't know itself to be the love that it is. And so that's what you're actually dealing with. So in these, you know, ghosts are literally nothing more than negative emotion. And it's left here when the body dies. The physical body dissolves, right? It, it decays. The emotional body, the negative emotion, the trauma, the um, the words, the the deeds of people is left here. And that's what people call ghosts. And what, what goes back into all that is, is the spirit that w- that is not really, that is the highest part of the soul. But the lower part of the soul that you haven't reclaimed as light remains here in this dimension. And that's why we experience so many things because this energy is just left here. And then it is activated through other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions that match it on a negative level. So that's really all we're dealing with here is, is negative emotion. So that was one of my biggest, um, you know, feathers in my cap, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, you know, I don't, it's not, it, there's nothing glamorous about this work. Let's put it that way. I was pretty honored to be able to help spirit with that because it just, you know, it helps everyone and everything. Yeah. And, and we were talking about that at the beginning, how, Many of us are doing the organic work while others are doing the, you know, the massive things. And there's no better or worse. It's just, you just, uh, you're here for a reason. We are all here for a reason. And when we just relax into that, it makes life so much better. Well, it's interesting because I was kind of born this way and in born into a very interesting family. And my, uh, I didn't, you know, I, you don't know you're a medium until you're told that there's such thing as a medium, right? And you don't know, I just thought I was certifiably crazy because I felt and saw so many things, you know, a good part of my life. And the first time I remember was at age seven and who knows what I was actually observing before that. Um, but it created a lot of emotional things within me. My body was literally um, just didn't know how to process everything. So it's who I am. It's not what I do. And um, there's a few of us out there, and when we're just moved by spirit to to be of help where we're called, then that's what we do. And, um, yeah, it is more of an organic way to be of help in the world. Some people have these bigger stages and thousands of people that they gather that they're influencing, and that's really their piece of the puzzle. They have to contribute contribute to the consciousness of of men, you know, evolving, which is great. Um, But, yeah, you know. It's, it's not about the stage all the time. It's really remembering who you work for, why you're here. And um, <laughs> just being okay with that. Yeah, and being okay with that. That's just true. So, and we have been having, so when people hear this, because it's going to be shared, and everyone that listens to these recordings, you can always contact Sylvan for her services. What is the best way to get in contact with you, Sylvan? Well, you can email me um, at sovereignmastery at gmail.com, and you might want to look at it as it's typed here. 
Um, you can call me if that helps, 650-380-3016. That's my business line. Um, so email. You can look at my website, myname.com, SiobhanNicolau.com, to see if there's anything um, that moves you that you'd like more questions about. Um, we have our Facebook page, Siobhan Nicolau, The Sword of Truth. That always gives you some great things to um, wisdom and different tips for things um, all the time. So like our page and welcome. Um, how else do you get a hold of me? There's, you know, we're on all the different platforms, but typically email and the phone is the best way. Thank you. Yeah, you can find you on Instagram, YouTube, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, everywhere. So, Correct. and you're always available for two people and to uh, share your services with the world. And we are, you are coming back in September. That's your next show on the 22nd. So put it on your calendars, everyone. We are not sure what spirit wants that topic to be as of now, but it's always something that can change your life. And have you noticed, the just briefly, is how much the world is changing lately and how not sure what's coming is also in the air, like, like we're opening to something and yes. we cannot really explain what it is. Well, there's no doubt things are moving very quickly. And it's, do we just encourage as we go through these changes to find something that is positive and loving that you resonate with and make it part of your life. Um, when it comes down to it, we, um, we're all we've got. And to be around others that are uplifting and helpful and come from a place of love, it would be very, very beneficial. And the more that you get aligned with that, within yourself, the more you're going to find people that you can um, be in a community with that can be helpful along this journey. And um, yes, there will be lots of changes and everything is driving us to the one thing. All of these trials we go through are driving us back to the love that we are. It's just why we go through these things. And spirit says, what more do you need to, to, bring you back to love and humans create, you know, perceive their reality through pain and suffering most often. So we're always given these greater examples of pain and suffering because that's what brings people back to the truth of who they are, which is love. So if you can just start getting to know yourself as the love you are now, you're not going to have, you know, the same experience or the same perspective as people who aren't making that part of their life. And thank you, Silan. So remember, everybody, love is love. Everything comes from it. Let yep. it be beautiful. Yeah. And thank you for that. And uh, see you next in September. And I'm so happy to have you here and share, share, share. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful.